It's the Pelone and Chubby Show with your hosts Rich Salas and Guy Murray talking about comedy and everything that crosses their minds. It's the Pelone and Chubby Show. All right, we're live? We're live. Hello and good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Pelone and Chubby Show. I'm Rick Salas. And I'm Guy Murray. And we are Pelone and Chubby. We're here every Wednesday, 6.30-ish. Excuse us for being a little tardy. Sometimes that happens. But we're here every Wednesday, 6 o'clock, at the beautiful Inland Tavern in San Marcos, California. If you have a chance to come down, check it out. It's a wonderful place. Great menu. Great bartender. Full bar. And they got the happy hour going on. You can get a $4 beer. And the wings are screaming. If you don't believe me. Here I go again. Have have guy tell you. Them, them wings are certainly nice. They're really good, and I'm loving them every time. There we go. You guys, I just had that uh, carnitas quesadilla. It was super good. And that voice you're hearing there is Corey Rios. He's our guest tonight, along with DJ Naughty Adrian, that runs all the Latino shows all across San Diego. We have a great show for you tonight, guy. Guy, we got uh, we got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of current event stuff. We have a lot of uh, business around town, things going on. Starting off the 2018 with a bang. We have the two guests tonight. We have our normal in-house crowd. It's going to be a nice night. It's going to be a great night. I'm What's going good. on, guy? How you been? What's man, going I've on? I've been good, man. Another another successful week. I'm going to say it's done. When I get to hump day, hump day, it's a, feeling, it's a good feeling, and it's always good to come out here and record these at the Inland Tavern. I look forward to it, man. Looking you know, forward to it. All your uh, fans, now we can call them fans. What's uh, up, fan base? They all want to know how uh, how you're doing, so it's good to give them a little update, how you've been. You know, so uh, m- with me, it's the same old bullshit. <laughs> Thanks for asking, guy. Hey, you know Appreciate what? Appreciate it. Because you just come with the, you come with that lion, you come with the fire. Right, right, right. So it's another episode of Pelone Chubby. There's no 805, so no plug tonight for 805. I'm sorry, 805 by Firestone is usually my beer. Tonight, the beer of choice is Red Trolley. Red Trolley from the beautiful Northern California, San Francisco area. But it's a quiet night, a little rain. Somebody did the rain dance. Remember we were asking? We asked for rain. In the last episode, we were asking for that rain dance. We got it. A couple of engines were out in the middle of the street, I guess, uh, stomping, doing a little stomp. Uh, taking a book out of the uh, for uh, for black fraternities. Go ahead and tell there. the truth, Rick. You know you and Mama went over to the damn uh, casino. Well, we did the dance, but we were doing the horizontal dance. Oh, okay, right on. And uh, right I on. guess it brought some rain. It, uh, no more kids for us, so uh, uh, it brought something. And uh, all that hooting and hollering and screaming brought some rain. Hell yeah! That's <laughs> so that I'm was good. About. I know she doesn't like talking about all that activity and the. Uh, in in the suite there, but uh, that's what happens sometimes. Somebody gets hurt. You got to lay wood when you can. So it's all good. Uh, I'm uh, happy to be here tonight. It's Wednesday. I stopped going out, guy, uh, any other night except for Wednesday. Wednesday night is my getaway from the kids. Come out, enjoy myself a little bit. Not that they're not enjoyable. They're not. No. You know the truth. I've been telling you for... <laughs> For a long time, you need For that escape. Time. You need that escape, man. You know, I, I gotta, I gotta get out. The old lady's cool and everything. They got the other six days. I just need or six and a half. Let's call it six me, and three quarters. Give me some time. Give me some give time. Give me this quarter of a day to just fucking do what I need to do and air you. it out a little bit. I feel you, man. Get a little loose, you know. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it's been cool. We got some stuff going on tonight. Uh, talking. There's been a couple of issues. 
And uh, I don't I don't know if we need to uh, give any uh, shout outs or anything to anybody. Uh, Not just yet. Not no, just yet. No, we're, we're, gonna, we're just going to keep it. Later. Yeah, keep them a little for later. All right. Well, build the intensity. Build it. Build it. Well, uh, LeVar Ball update in the news. In the news. The two youngsters have landed in Lithuania. Man, did you see that? I saw uh, I saw his uh, terrible shot selection in that first game. Um, uh, he's a youngster. He's 16 years old. You know, he's got a long way to go. But the thing is, at 16 years old, they're already finding out that he is the best player on that team. Uh, well, here's, the, here's the other thing. Because of the age range of the team, right? they were playing an underclass or what you say a, a college-level team. I would probably not say college level. And they weren't even college level. These I mean, kids they were like high terrible, school. terrible. It was it was it was like twenty somethings playing against little fifteen year olds. Right. It was well, terrible. I mean, uh, have you ever seen or heard uh, Lithuanian basketball in the news, highlights, uh, uh, anywhere? International. Uh, right. I'm figuring on the international uh, scale, you would expect a little bit of some talent. Right. They did all right. Um, they did all right, and it was a closer match than. It would seem so. Even though the age range was a differential, they were sixteen through uh, six, sixteen to thirty was the actual age ranges. Yeah. And but the uh, the opponent teams, nobody was over um, age fifteen on the other team. I don't think I'm in anymore. Yeah, it's funny how uh, 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 while we're on the topic of Lavar Ball, uh, there was a fantasy football league, and part of uh, the deal, the guy lost. And part of the deal was that he got a tattoo of LeVar Ball <laughs> for so losing the fantasy ball. He put LeVar on yeah. it or he put the BBB? Uh, I, think it was a, I think it was a picture of him. Oh, a picture of LeVar God Ball. God help that man. <laughs> how sad is that, dude? You're going to have a floral tattoo work. Uh, you don't know how hard I would have been fucking like trying to. Not today. Uh, Hell, no, I can't think that hard. You know, try not Let's to. See if I can get uh, you and back on that one. You know, get uh, lose. Like, I ought to have been trading my ass off doing whatever I could to think that I'm going to have that fucking... A uh, crazy black dude tattooed on me somewhere. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No way. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's going all right, I guess. You know, the, so far so good over there. I think it's going to be good for the kids, though, you know? Yes. So, and I think that'll be cool. Uh, accept, that. accept that. Oh, yeah. Hold on, so we're, we're just gonna doing get a you little... all live in there. We've got Rick coming in and joining the live. The well, recording is kicking. You should join. I'm trying to. Oh man, he don't know how to work the techno- technology. That just always sets us back. All this bullshit, man. Craziness. That's how it always is. Join on screen. and aerodynamic as you are, Rick. I don't yeah. understand why you don't get that text. Uh, Stop sharing. Just join. When I send you an whatever. invite, to join, Fucking dude. Thing. I hate this motherfucker. Here. So, guy, we got uh, like I said, we got Corey in the house. We brought him in uh, uh, for kind of like a, a little bit of a cross promotion in a way. Uh, everybody, I think, wins. Uh, like everybody, everybody wins in this thing. So he's going to be coming on the air in a little while. Uh, not too long. We don't want to keep him out in the rain too long. But uh, we got a couple of little current event things that we're going to go uh, go over. And then uh, we'll have them come on, uh, come on the show. But uh, I wanted to uh, talk about something that's been uh, going on in the news. 
Uh, and just to give you an example of how and why uh, it, it is, uh, what my, my beliefs and take on this thing are, why I believe that there's a lot of people uh, in, uh, in Hollywood and stuff. And I know you kind of get on me a little bit about, uh, about uh, rehashing or going over stuff that we've talked about in prior episodes. But here's, here's, here's where it all ties in. Like we talked about the Her- uh, Harvey Weinstein whole thing, which I don't know if you saw in the news. I, he man, got attacked at got some, attacked yeah, in Arizona. Yeah. And, and which is crazy is because how do these people, none of these people were involved, unless it was some chick or the husband of some chick that was, that was supposedly jerked off in front of or molested or raped. And then they happened to be in the same hotel or restaurant, whatever. And then he socked them. Okay, fine. But if you're just some fan that happened to be listening to all this bullshit on TV or on the radio or whatever, and you just walk up to this guy and sock him, and you don't even know what happened. You don't even know all the info. It's just all hearsay from but fake news, real news, whatever the fuck it is. At the same is. time, though, that person that did the socking might be looking for his 15 minutes of fame. Whatever, but He's why? He's catching a, a criminal charge or a civil suit or something. How, it's just ridiculous. How do you know that the guy even did anything is my point. Just because it's in the news, just because it's online doesn't mean it really fucking happened. You know, but so I, we're so I, emotional right now. We we right. reacting to this to all these accusations. Yeah. We're getting offended. We're getting so accosted. I mean, oh my God, I clutched my pearls whenever I think of someone being assaulted. But that, right. that's how sensitive we've become. And you right. do look good in those pearls. You're yeah. so welcome, man. Thank yeah. you. I especially like the pearl necklace. Look, so uh, my thing is like, how how do you get so worked up about this? That you're actually like walking up and socking somebody it's because of what you, how do you even get that worked up? How are you that much of a fucking retard that you just listen to it on the radio and get so worked up that you go down there and fucking it's do that? It's impossible to be getting that, that involved. How are you that involved? You didn't get, uh, do you even know these people other there. than being on TV? Go you ahead, don't know guy, preach, you preach. don't know you don't know him personally enough to right. where you was like why is it such a what what has it done to your life why did it affect you so much to where you got to get that involved you it hasn't stopped your day you haven't been able to go out and you know still make a uh, make your daily business you have make don't make the dollars do your job whatever you got to do and everything it doesn't affect your livelihood then right. why are you just walking up because you're trying to get a piece of fame of your own hey, you're that guy that knocked on knocked fucking Harvey yeah, Weinstein yeah. out yeah, thanks, man. You're the guy. Way all right. Yeah, who are you doing that for? Website for you. Fuck. It's oh, ridiculous. so you can make it on TMZ? So you can. Oh, there you go. I mean, it's just that instant that fame. Bullshit that fucking bull, ish right there. So, okay, that's, a, that's like a build up, a little segue into the next part. And, and to set this whole thing up, because a lot of people maybe aren't in the, watching the news and all that stuff, I watch it because I have to. But. Uh, Maybe you don't know. Okay, let me ask. Uh, let me ask a couple of people. Some people that aren't part of the like they come and watch the show. These guys are uh, studio kind of audience members here. Do you know who Michelle Williams is? Michelle Williams. You know who she is. You familiar two, with her? That's two people. Right. They said they never heard of right. Michelle Williams. Uh, me uh, prior to you, all this news. Right. Though, you man, hadn't heard man, our, our beautiful bartender. Can we ask you a question? Uh, do you know who Michelle Williams is? No. No. That's my point, people. Who? Nobody knows who in the fuck this bitch is. Who okay? that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Exactly. Who that? Who? She's in the. She's. She's in the. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna set up the whole thing for you guys. She's in the news this week because she's in a movie that's out right now in the theaters with Mark Wahlberg. Okay? Here we go. 
So she's been uh, in the business doing movies, and she actually has some good credits. I pulled them up. She's legit. All right, so she's in this movie, and uh, 20 years she's been acting, and they had to do some reshoots because Kevin Spacey, the child perv fucking fag, whatever, was had to be cut out of the movie, right? So they had to cut him out of this flick, and, uh, and so they had to do a bunch of reshoots, right? So... I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm just going by what I was told. And I was told that uh, all the actors were notified that nobody was getting paid for the reshoots or something of that nature. Right. So there was a lot of work that had to be done because they actually had to cut a character out of the movie. So they went in there and they did all these reshoots. But before they did that, they negotiated a deal because you get you're getting paid. You're the company. All right. You're Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg is his own company. He has people that work for him that try and get as much money as possible out of the movie producers as payment. That's his job. That's what he does for That's how he feeds his kids. Maybe they don't need that much money, but who are we to say how much he needs? So he feeds his kids this way. His people look out for him. Apparently, they did a good job looking out for him because for these reshoots, they got him 1.5 million guy. 1.5 million. million. That's aside from what he already made shooting the movie. 1.5 million. Okay, so now we got another actor. Same movie, right? Just happens to be a female. Okay? She gets $80 a day in per diem for food. What? $80 a day. She made a little under $1,000 to read. Mark Wahlberg got $1.5 million. This Man, chick, I'm upset right now. This chick got I'm upset a thousand right now. Now, you could be like everybody else out there, uh, watching the news, radio, podcasts, all this stuff. And from what I understand, Michelle is not complaining, doing all the the the, the verbal. It's all these sideline bitches that are doing all the complaining, that are crying about inequalities in Hollywood. No, okay, let's make let's make this very clear. Uh, and, and people it's, need to understand. It's a business transaction that has nothing to do with them. But right. when they start saying equality, right, and you know, she lucky to get the job, right? Now, look the job in the position. Now, are people not paid the same? Probably not. Now, whose fault is that? You're the actor. Your job is to extract as much money for as your you work can. as possible. Yep. All right. Yep. So if you're not very good at it, obviously you're not like in sports. You can't why, you can't. why do some professional teams fear certain agents? Why? Because the they're good. They the know dollar. when he walks in the door yep. and he's representing this athlete, he's going to make them pay. Show me the money. Right. So he's going to make them pay. Money. Right. So that's the difference. That's why some agents make a certain amount of money and other agents make less. So it's the same thing in this business. If you're not very good at negotiating a deal with the movie maker then you need to hire somebody and put them on payroll that is good at it. That's right. going to not only get you paid, but cover what they're what you're paying them. So everybody has somebody like that. Well, Disgusting. at least most people. Disgusting. Apparently she doesn't. Because if that's the best deal you can negotiate, I'm sure she didn't do all the reshoots and then be like, okay, now how much am I getting? No. If she did, she's after a fucking fact, idiot. Walk in An idiot. after the fact and right. say, oh, well, what am I getting paid? So how is it that Mark Wahlberg got $1.5 million and she got a grand? He, he's the name. Right. He, he he's the, the one selling tickets. He's the one that sells the deal. Okay. Nobody's going to that movie to see. Okay. Maybe she has a small select 
group of fans over the last 20 this, years. This is building her portfolio, nothing right. more, nothing less. But she's been in this for, look, I understand if she'd only been doing it for two years, fine, you're new in it, they took advantage of you. You've been doing this shit for 20 years. And you haven't figured it out? You don't know how to protect yourself? Come on, man. Look at it. So it, you can't negotiate it. You can't hire somebody good enough to negotiate this deal for you. Whose fault is that? Okay. Do you really want Mark Wahlberg to go over there in his bank account and pull out half Extra of the money, money that he got for negotiating or having the, the, the smarts no. to hire people to negotiate a good deal for him? You know, and then now you want, you want to pull out the card? Now you want to pull out the card? And say, say for reals, like for real. Look, if you want somebody to some, take you seriously, yeah, what's you can't keep on crying about shit. Not the same, you know, though. and saying and and use it for an excuse of why women aren't getting paid. If you guys are going to keep on coming out like this and making claims like this and say that there's an injustice that you're not getting the paid the same money, nobody's ever going to take you seriously. They're not. They're not okay. in anything in life. The Wonder Woman movie that totally crushed by right, itself. Right. But that, that that the female actress, she she lead role. Right. Only made like eighty million dollars. Okay. She's a business person. She, she knows damn more? well. She could have got more. She could have got more. Right. Well, why didn't she? The female producer and director. Made the money. They made the contract. Right. And if you sign the contract it. and you do they the work, it. they dealt it. And you don't feel like you got paid enough after you did the work. After you did the work, right? Then, yeah. then guess what? Yeah. Whose fault is that? Go yeah. look in the mirror. It's, yeah. Look in the mirror. It's mine. You know. So, my thing is, what if the movie flops? And people, I don't know if you're watching live right now, but. I'm not in another location. I'm here, right? So we're right side we're by side. We're side by side. And what's up? That's that's Rick's right. hand. But it's easier this way because two big heads and one shot don't fit. All right. Yeah. So they said they like it's your fault if you do the work. Like I said, so just get better. You know what? If anything, you should be sitting at home and you should be saying, "Shame on me! Shame on uh, us as uh, women not getting paid." You know, start demanding the money. Because who wants to go see a movie if, uh, what is it? What does it say? Oh, you can't read that? Well, let me see. Oh, is that your notes, Corey? So, oh, okay. Here, this dude's got oh, some interesting notes. All, so here, here, here's my, my, my thing. Like, uh, if we started making movies and it was all dudes, how long do you think that'll last if there's no tits and uh, ass done. in it's movies? Done. We, we, I know we, that sounds crude, ladies, and whatever. Fuck off if you don't like it. Uh, but look, how many movies are we going to go to with no tits and ass? None. Very so few. that'll solve Look, You can only have comic book movies. This might, just this, for a hey, short. this might be crude and we might need earmuffs, but pussy still rules the world. So if there's none in the movies, guess what? We're not going to the movies, and you will get equal pay. But you got to make a stance. You got to be. You can't just keep signing these fucking contracts and working. It's like the whole Harvey Weinstein thing. Look, there's other people like him that have been taking advantage of actresses movies for that, years and yeah, years. Movies that right? featured. That so you know why that he's doing it. You know why he was successful at doing it. You because know why there's could. so many people. Because you fuckers let him. And you it let was him. Written in the contract to allow him to do some. You of that. So wanted you parts. Wanted, you wanted roles. You partook in that. Or if you didn't read the contract. Right. Just Oops. say no. Say no. Hello. Fuck, you tell me no all the time. Why didn't you tell him no? Because I'm not directing a fucking movie. It doesn't help the situation. Right. It's, yeah. it's not so. going to advance your career. because, And then you use it later on to try to advance your career. Negative. Yeah. Not today. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, I don't understand 
uh, how it can keep on putting the blame. You know, everybody can always put the blame on somebody else. Like, if you know what? All these people that complain after these movies come out and, and say they should have got more money, if the movie lost money, would you be giving back part of your money? No. Okay, no, then. Shut no, the fuck shut up. up. You know? Look at but you, This is business, people. Oh, my this God. is business. It's big business. Act like you're fucking in a business. Act like you are your business. And, and then you won't get taken advantage of, and this kind of shit won't happen. And why are we even talking about people's pay? I thought that was private. Like, if I go to my old jobs and I started talking about what I make and stuff, I'm going to get fired. So why in the fuck is all this information out about how much all these people are getting? Somebody leaked it for a purpose. There is an ulterior motive in all this bullshit in Hollywood right now. Yeah, Don't believe that there's this many fucking victims out there. Just, yeah, yeah these people are ridiculous. just a bunch of soury. It's ridiculous. The fucking uh, what, entitled uh, people that have never worked a fucking day in their life. And you just heard me. Yeah, you just heard me. If you're a fucking actor and you say, oh, I've been working so hard. No, motherfucker, you haven't been working you haven't hard. A contract. Yeah, okay, you, you got a, a God-given talent. But don't tell me you've been so working hard. So what, you hard. got to call back? You're getting grossly overpaid, and you're not fucking working hard. Come on, man. Some of you get into that role and shit. I understand that. If That's you good. you create a character, and you take the words that were provided for you. Right. And, and not everybody can, can do it. I nope. get all that. But don't tell me you're tired because you've been working. Motherfuckers, you haven't worked a day in your life. That's why you live to your 90, and you still look good. You haven't been <laughs> fucking pounding nails. You yes. haven't been cleaning toilets. You haven't been fucking pulling fruit. And vegetables out of the field. You haven't been doing all that shit. Hard working. So stop crying, you fucking I entitled got, motherfuckers. I still got dirt under my nails. Oh, hell. There I go again. So, anyway, that's my take on it. Nobody knew, knows who this chick is. You know, so uh, remember, Mark Wahlberg is a draw. Mark Wahlberg sells the tickets. You're a fucking sideline co star, whatever. You accepted the role. Shut the fuck up. Shut Let's move the on. front door. Let's move on. Also in the news, I thought it was pretty funny because I'm sick and twisted. Uh, you've heard some of my stand-up. Uh, I've explained it on the show before. Guy, if you walk in the restroom and you look in the mirror and you see a monkey, you should be offended. If you personally don't see a monkey, Are you talking about the H&M? then you should be perfectly fine. Are you talking about the H&M? H&M came out with the fucking great sweatshirt. It's beautiful. <laughs> hey, you know what? And the whole photo shoot, the kid wasn't even wearing that sweater, that right. sweatshirt. Right. They were in plain clothes. Right. That was put in after post. It came and out a beautiful ad. It was Photoshop. Right? It was Photoshop. Right. And it came out as a very beautiful ad. The outcry from my people. Get right with yourself. <laughs> Come on now. Dude, I've explained it how many Why? times with that joke that I do. Come on, man. Look, we all came from... Mon you guys need to understand. If you believe in evolution, <laughs> we all came from monkeys. Every color of human being came from monkeys. But if you don't believe in evolution and you believe in Adam and Eve and Adam right. and Steve, you, there's a lot of lineage that would get screwed up on that storyline, too. So right. Go back to your roots, people. Oops. Roots? What? Uh, Black people, <laughs> stop with this bullshit. <laughs> Monkey? 
So what? Who gives a fuck? Coolest monkey in the jungle. Beaner, wetback, spit. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't bother me. That's mostly because of the bandanas you always wear. Yeah, I don't care. The kids. They call me huge mostly because of my cock. If my kids are are jumping around or climbing, how's the the curtain climbers today? I know who I'm talking about. How's the little monkeys? My little monkeys. Isn't that cute? Yeah. But you put it on a little black kid, and then all of a sudden, oh, there they go again. They did shit to you. Who cares what LeBron thinks? done anything to you lebron i'm tired of this shit daddy okay so yeah the kid okay. the cat oh, get a oh, oh, nice and, oh, but it's like thank H&M's you h&m's no. ridiculous reply like you did something wrong you didn't you do didn't do shit wrong, wrong. But you, you goofed up these are people that are self-conscious about being called monkeys you know what get over it get over it you could be called worse man there are worse. There I could name worse. like fucking 50 of them that are worse, but I'm not going to put you through that. Oh, man. But I appreciate you guys bringing this up, man, because Come on, Diddy. Man. Diddy. Come on, man. All right. You know what? I looked up his net worth. Homeboy's fucking like 100, mil, 100 million plus. Or no, like, eight, like eight, 800 million. 800 million. Eight, no, but you'd be surprised. A lot of them aren't, they'll make as much as you think. But he's like in the. I was shocked. He's like in the eight hundred plus million. Yeah, you know, you know those people, back. those people, right? No, I was looking at a bunch of people. Like I didn't know how much people made, you know, or how much, you know, Elon Musk is you ridiculous, know, like in the billions ridiculous. and shit. But Diddy, okay, so he's got a new show. Have you seen it? The yeah, four. It's the four. Oh my god, I was embarrassed for. I'm not even black, and I was embarrassed for that motherfucker. That show is the ghettoest fucking show I've ever seen. It's and, so cliche. And they should never, ever show a camera shot of him direct, like to his face, right? Wow. It should always be from sides, getting one eye at a time. Wow. That motherfucker is so cross-eyed, it wow. is hard to even watch the show. I didn't know what eye to look at. And then I got dizzy looking at him <laughs> because he's cross-eyed looking at the camera. I, and I then remember. his eyes are all fucking bugged out, you know? Oh, my God. This show... It was embarrassing, guy. I mean, a lot of the stuff that we're doing is the same circles. We're doing it again. We, but it's like shows like Blackish that takes advantage of that pulse that they swear they up and down they, that they have. You, they the say community. they want. But yeah. they say what they want. But it's, it's the same old stuff. They keep creating and carrying on that stuff. I think we've grown beyond that. But are we really evolved to anything better than that? We don't even communicate no. amongst ourselves differently. They don't want to be. Nobody wants to be. Ridiculous. This one black dude told me, he was at one time, I said, where do you live? And he said, over, like, whatever. Over there, you over know, yonder. Oh, you know, where mostly white folks live. I was like, well, why don't you live, like, you know, like in Oakland no. or something? He's like, you think, I don't want to live I, around I those motherfuckers. Out the ghetto, get the fuck out of the ghetto. <laughs> if you don't live in the ghetto, I mean, stay the fuck like, out of the ghetto. It shouldn't be that way, you know? It really shouldn't. <laughs> but, but I understand what he's saying because I don't want to live around Mexicans. I really don't. I, you know? I, I do business with the people that I can prosper with, right. bring up with. Right. I benefit. They benefit from my services. Right. I relate with people because we have a common bond. I talk to people. I talk hey, to Hey, but everybody. white people are fucked up too, though. Because, We're you know, all messed up. they'll come up to they'll you. They'll, they'll, they'll like circles. walk over, knock on the door, and they'll say, hey, what's You know, hi. What's hey, hey, you know, welcome to the name. And then they'll get like real close with you and shit. And then they'll be the motherfucker calling it. the cops, they'll fucking snitching second, you out yeah, for every little be, thing, you know. So you got to be careful. Yeah, so and don't, then if you be sleeping with the enemy, if yeah. You, yeah. Well, no, I didn't say you can't fuck them, but right hey, I just said don't, don't sleep too, with the enemy. Yeah, don't get too uh, get too tight because they'll they'll fucking rat you out in a heartbeat. 
Those motherfuckers, you're wondering, like, how hey, the fuck did they find you. out? Yeah, it was they'll a white, white neighbor that fucking ratted everybody out. It's always, nothing's changed, man. Everybody wants to be all PC and, and, and act like everything's, and nothing, you know, the so only it's thing. it's convenient. The only I, thing that's changed is people aren't rece- uh, accepting responsibility anymore and being real about shit. That's what's changed, you know, making excuses for yes. everything and don't want to do the work, and that's the deal right, right. now. If anything doesn't go your way, you haven't earned your keep, you haven't done a good job, that's not your fault. It's somebody else's fault. It was either the way you were raised, it's the white man fucking keeping you down, it's the, the minorities that are fucking screwing, whatever it is. You know, there's always an excuse. Everybody's got an excuse for what's going on. But that show, man, oh it is God. designed uh, for, you know, basically the hip-hop, you know, uh, R&B uh, thing. Uh, but just fucking ghetto, man. I was so embarrassed. It's, it's bad. It's and bad. here's the problem. Here's the real problem. Forget all the my my what I think of the show. Here's the problem. P- Diddy calls out. He calls out all the other shows. He calls out uh, the Voice. He calls out all the other shows. What happened? It's not recording. Oh, does it? Yeah. Because of that shit, probably. Really? Your audio. I'm turning it down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't let me interrupt. Yeah, we... No, no, it's good because everybody's going to be crying as fucking sounds shitty. What happened to the podcast? Well, this isn't the podcast, folks. I'm sorry. We do the live so you guys can join us. Yeah, go to the podcast. Listen to the podcast. We're going to be live streaming one day soon enough. This is just so you guys get a taste. This is the Polona and Chubby podcast. This is the Polona and Chubby group. Danny Becker, thanks for checking us out. I'm going to end this. Listen to the final recording. We're out. Keep yours going. Yeah, I'm going to get start out of here. Start going. So, yeah, we got to do things the way it's supposed to be so, done, man. Hey, so Diddy calls out. And he calls out. He calls out the other shows, which The Voice is one of the, the, the biggest ever and then there was another little show. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but American Idol went on for like 20 years. Oh. He's like, this show isn't like all the other shows. No, fucker, it's not. It's just it's like even every close. Show, my God. Right. It's so far inferior, it's not even fucking close. For you to even mention your show in the same breath as their shows is a fucking insult. It's a disgrace. You, you have no business even saying that your show is better, let alone as good or even close to as good. Here's my whole thing on that. If you're going to come up with a new show, a concept, not a competition, not a development thing, because there's so many different shows now. I mean, it blurs over what they are and what they actually bring to the bring to the table. It's, it's gross and competition. The it's sad horrible. thing is that show actually uh, could... Uh, be good. The the concept, the idea is not bad. The way they did it, it's it still, could be. Like, what are you doing? But different? they need to have him all, do a lot less talking and 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 stop being so funny. Well, I mean, he if creeps you, me if you out. Remember man. when he did the the band making the band? Yeah, oh, that dude. That, bad. That bad. dude fucking creeps me out, man. And then uh, somehow you need to join that or something. There you go. That's nice. That's the, good. It's the two mics that. That's fine right there. I, I don't No, I, I mean Corey well, whatever. Just tell your people to go to mine, Rick's House Comedy. So 
it has the potential, but he's going to ruin it. It's and it's his money, so you can't blame anybody <laughs> else can't for fucking anybody it up. up for messing it up. Yeah, so. that's like Jermaine Dupri with his uh his little little show that he was bringing. It was more gritty, as still still underground, and those uh, that gives more artists an opportunity. Um, and I don't have a problem with that. Keeping it real, like making it, it real. real. Yeah, but. But he, what he's doing is he's affecting his pocketbook by alienating, alienating. half of the the yep. uh, three quarters of the audience. Yep, you know it's it's not it's not right. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, huh? Anyway, that show uh, and, and the and the talent on there was okay. You can tell though that it's a little bit of a lower tier talent. But whatever, I'm happy that there's a lot of artists that are getting seen that are on TV despite him fucking it up. Yeah. So at least at least it's. It's helping artists out there that really want to make it in the music business. Well, here's so that's the, the only thing I like about it. But then here's the other thing. There's still a lot of considerable production value. Right. That, you I mean, know, it could be better, obviously. The video but, is not live, so we've got to do the takes. We've got to do the outtakes. Oh, shit, my lines. I forgot something. So, uh, I mean, it's still quite a bit of production, direction, and all that other stuff like that. So, right. until you give me something that isn't so produced. Right. I mean, that's why... The uh, American Idol, right. the, the, well, the voice, the be—it oh, becomes so produced yeah. that you get the same sound in the end result. Yeah, people like it. They know it's fucking a lot of bullshit, <laughs> but they like it. Yeah, you know, there's storylines and all that shit. And, you know, a guy. A lot of people misunderstand me, which I really don't give a shit. And it's not the lisp. It's not the lisp. No, they, 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 understand they misunderstand you. me, and and that uh, like I'm sour, or I'm always talking negative Salty. about stuff or whatever. This dude got but his no, own salt you know what, mine. Man? Bottom line is, I want to see everybody out there that is an artist of some sort, whether it's comedy, music, whatever it is that they do, whatever they call art. You know, mm -hmm. we call right. this art. You know, it's us speaking our mind, our voice. Uh, I want to see everybody make it. May everybody if come that's up. possible, everybody make it, you know. And so that's, that's my bottom. So if I criticize something, like I'm harsh on the San Diego comedy scene, and the reason I am is someday maybe somebody will listen and be hard and maybe on they'll me. give a shit and maybe they'll want to make it better. Maybe their desire is to not have shit talked about negatively about the scene. So, you know, I, I, I don't, uh, I, it's not that I dislike anybody, whatever, and they take it wrong. Like I get fucking hate mail all the time, you know, and it is what it is, you know, but uh, people have to understand that I have the artist's uh, uh, you know that that's my most important uh, thing is I want to see everybody make it. That's trying to do something different. You know. Yeah, I mean. So it's not you know it's not always uh, about now. I'll notice uh, shit that happens, and I'm not very sensitive. <laughs> you know. So if I talk shit about something, like how are you talk because you know what everybody else right now is being told not to talk about shit, and I think it's wrong. I think you're taking away. You know, a lot of funny shit that we've talked about for years and years. And and now you're making it to where we're assholes for talking about it. Well, if I have to be uh, designated or spoken about uh, being an asshole for talking about retards, for talking about fat people, for talking about fucking uh, black people, Mexican people, white people. If I if I'm if you think I'm a dick because I say whatever the fuck I want to say. What? Well, you know what? Sorry, sorry that you're so fucking sensitive that you got to stick up your ass that you can't fucking see humor and everything that is funny. You know, if you want to cry about everything and 
complain about how you're being taken advantage of in this society as a woman, a minority, whatever, then be a victim for the rest of your life and die a fucking victim because nothing's going to fucking change. Wake the fuck up. Make something of yourself if you want to be somebody. Don't expect everybody to fucking hand everything to you. Wake the fuck up, America. Because Trump is going to make this bitch better again. <laughs> MAGA. Hey, I'm not a Trump supporter. Yo, I'm just an American. I just want to live here and fucking the economy's doing great. Don't rock the boat, motherfuckers. Just leave it alone. We don't need a lesbian in office yet. Fucking hold your horses. We don't need a fucking woman running this country yet. You guys are trying to overtake every fucking thing in this world right now. You're trying to make men seem like fucking assholes. Yeah, okay. Maybe I understand the sperm banks are full. You probably don't need us anymore to procreate, but you're going to make other little dudes, you know, because you're not going to have all women. And then what are you going to turn them into? All fucking cocksuckers, homos? Oopsie. I mean, what are we going to do? We what are we going to do? Are we going to get rid of the male species because your feelings get fucking hurt? Remember where you came from, ladies. Remember how far you've made it in life so far. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up all at once. It's. Coming down to a time where if we can't get along, we can't get off without each other. But then what the hell is going on? And don't on? get me wrong, guy. What, man? I love women, man. I love them in every way. Here we go right now. Here I'm, we go. I love them in every way possible. He started. He but, started it. But, but stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Dun, 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 dun. Know your fucking role. Yes, I said that. Know your role. All right. There are role players. When know your say, role. You ain't man enough. But then you ask them, what Whatever. is a man? Then they change teams. They're all, they're they all fucking to, changing they don't teams. Know how to change teams. <laughs> they don't know you know what, what happens? They get scorned and then they's like, okay, I'll just go eat pussy. Whatever. Whatever. It's all good. Me too. Me too. <laughs> now, when I get upset, the first thing I look for is a piece of pie, a piece of apple pie, cherry pie, apple pie. It's all good. <laughs> I love eating pussy. Oh, as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a performing comedian um, yes. and just driving, trying to find different avenues and venues for my business, everything, you know, there's my websites, there's different services. I am my own manager. You are. I, I control what shows I take. You're your own I, man. I am my own man. Women, man up. Stop saying I'm not man enough. If you're man enough, then hold the mantle. And then don't try to break down at a moment of, of weakness you, and go, ah, 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 I, I shouldn't have to be. You can't pick and choose you pick what and choose you when want. You want to be strong. Yeah. Like you want to be you want to be the lady and, yeah, and, and you want to run shit. I mean, come on. Come on. Let's let's just get back to the way it was. <laughs> Can we just go back in time? Can we just go back? Where we uh Existed together. I threw down a jacket so you can walk over a pub. Yeah, yeah. Open the, open door. the door. Yeah. So What's wrong with all that? So open it's, the door so I can. Why go all of a sudden do you start? Now I'm not saying you should be a punching bag and be cool with that because that's not right. You shouldn't be a fucking pin cushion where the only time the husband spends with you is to put in your butt. I know, I know. It shouldn't be that way. I know that. But we're not perfect, fuckers. You know, and it's like you want something perfect. Y'all, you bitches turn to the other team. Is it perfect? Nope. How's that going for you? Now you have to deal with a bitch just like you. Oh, yeah. How's that working? I know. You know why I couldn't suck dick? Partly because of the taste. But no, really is because I couldn't hang out and fucking 
be like, you know, with another dude and, and like, I don't want to be with a guy, dude. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing and, there. Forget the whole butt fucking thing. I, like, we just couldn't coexist. It wouldn't be, it just, it wouldn't work. You know, it's like, it, it, two guys, it just doesn't, I, so I understand how you ladies think, you know, and, and, and what you're going through and all that stuff. So I understand. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. Go all right, so I think that's all the news. Is there anything else you want to bring up in the news? We got the monkey sweatshirt. The monkey sweatshirt. We got LeVar Ball. We got the my favorite actresses, Michelle Williams. The BBB, the big baller big brand. Baller if brand. you got brand in Apparently your, it's not paying their bills. If the brand is called if if your brand is in the name of the brand, then it shouldn't right. be described. I'm, I'm, I'm the big ballers. Give right. me the big ballers. You couldn't just be big ballers. You got to be big baller brand because you want the triple Bs. Your right. boys aren't producing, and they all will not be star oh. quality. Hate me already. Hate not much. It's getting really sensitive. Hate much. Tonight's getting weird. All right, so uh, we are the Polona Chubby Show here every Wednesday, 6.30. I dare you. I challenge you to call 760-565-3713. 760-575-3713. Get your name, voice, and on the topic in this podcast. You will be live. You will be live. Yeah, on the show. And we'll take that call, air it, answer, interview, yeah. talk to with you directly. Yeah. Pick up that so phone. if you have a take on this thing, you want to voice your opinion, but come strong. Don't come half-ass fucking crying and shit because uh, you will get fucked up. I will unleash a wrath of verbal fucking abuse that you will <laughs> never survive. So but it's come on, good. be smart, and we'll talk. So we're the Polona Chubby Show. One of the things we do is go over the news, which we went over. It was great, uh, wonderful topics. Uh, got a little venting out there. It was nice. Got it uh, off my chest. I yeah. can go off a hump day, right. roll into the weekend. So, guy, we got two guests tonight. Got two guests. DJ Naughty. Adrian will be here in a little while. But we have our first guest. Is here in the house. Hey. I want you to build him up, man. I want you to build like him up. Every good comic like every good comic. Like Harry. Deserves. Should have a uh, intro when they get on stage. Same thing goes for this show. So this guy uh, has been doing comedy for, uh, well, he'll tell you when he comes on the show. Uh, he is the producer of a brand new uh, monthly show what? in Oceanside, and he'll tell you all about that. Wow. Uh, he also runs an open mic there in Oceanside, the same location. And Uh-oh. he's trying to do big things in the comedy world. He's trying to bring a little more comedy uh, to North County, which is in dire need. Uh, yep, yep, he yep. is an exceptional comic in his own right. Uh, he's done my shows a few times. Uh, always enjoyed his material. Uh, he'll tell you about his whole family life and all that good stuff. But I want uh, you to help me give a warm, polone, and chubby welcome to uh, who I'm honored to have on our show, an up-and-coming uh, star in the comedy world. Put your hands together, make some noise for Corey Rios. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. I appreciate it, you guys. So, this is pretty dope. I like what you guys got going on here. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of one of those things where uh, people listen to it, they'll watch Facebook Live, and we keep on telling them, like, that's not the show. 
that's just the behind the scenes kind of glimpse at the show. And it's designed to get you to tune in to listen to the proper show on uh, any of them. iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, any of them. It's available on all and every, any kind of podcast out there, Google Music, right? It's on all of them. So you can go on there and watch the actual, the real deal. So, uh, but we have it on there anyway, so all the friends can tune in. And so, yeah, we want to kind of, the whole idea of this interview today was obviously to have you on the show, talk about your professional career in comedy, and uh, kind of cross-promote and get, get, give you a little help on uh, promoting your show. Where's your, tell everybody while we're talking about it, where's your show, your monthly show? Yeah, so I got a, uh, a show uh, once a month over at Oceanside Brewing Company. Uh, it is at uh, 314 Via Del Norte in Oceanside. Uh, it's an awesome environment. Um, I, I call it... Uh, you know, stand-up comedy in an intimate environment because like a lot of brewery shows, you know, we're not going to fit 200 people. We're not going to fit 500 people. But what we are going to do is bring you the best damn local artists and people from abroad as this thing builds that we can. Okay, so I got an awesome place with 22 beers on tap, some of the best beer that you're going to find in the area and some of the best comedy that you're going to find in the area. I've been doing comedy about a little over four years now and I've met some of these amazing creative people and, uh, you know, after a while I actually uh, reached out to, um, you know, somebody that I saw doing great things. Um, I, I reached out to him online and I just said, hey, you know, at this point, what should I do? I look up to you. You know, he's a professional comic. He's been working full time, only doing comedy. And he said at this point, drop, drop the name. I'll tell you if he's worth a shit or not. Uh, it's uh, Zoltan uh, yeah. Kansas. Uh, hey. He's he's a dope artist. He's really yeah. doing some great things. He can he can work you know any sort of room. And uh, he told me that I should be focusing on you know trying to do more for other artists and try to make sure that I get my name out there. And so I started this this uh, show. When's he gonna start? <laughs> oh my god, dude! That guy, honestly. Hey, ask him about yeah. the road trip we took. I took yeah. him up to Northern California. Yeah. And we did a little road trip up there. Yeah. Uh, hey, Zoltan, uh, I I saw him from pretty much like almost the beginning, you know. And the kid was super talented. I even wanted to start managing mm. and uh, and and sign him. Mm. And uh, I I knew he was going to do big things, and he is. He's doing big things. Uh, Dude, he crushes it. Yeah. That guy crushes yeah. it. Very, very funny. Yeah. But ask him one time about that road trip with yeah. uh, Rich. And his dad drove us up to uh, Northern California. Heck yeah. We did a couple shows up there. It was it was fun. The, the kid's good, man. We Jason Andors from the East Coast, we flew him in. And Zoltan was on the show. We did, It was fun. We had a blast. So he's a, that's a good, if that's one of your mentors, that's a, that's a good guy. Well, you know, I just I bought the guy coffee one time, but I know his his material is like top notch. You know, he can work a clean room and still make your side split, and that's something that a lot of people can't do. Yeah, I mean, I can't. me per <laughs> yeah, you know, you big headed, you big headed son of a yeah, bitch. I've done it before. Believe it or not, I'll tell you the story real quick, Corey. One time I'm up in North California, the phone rings when I was living up there. Yeah. And the phone rings and uh, said we were referred uh, to you by somebody and wanted to see if you come out and do uh, a show for us. It's a women's group. Oh, and I'm like, wow. Oh, I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, yeah, women are really, that's like a bad demographic for me, women in general. So I was like, well, what kind of group is it? Like, what's the average age? And she's like, oh, 70. I'm like, oh, my God. And, you know, and so it's got to be clean, and you can't have a whole, whole lot of innuendos and stuff. Oh, man, and, no innuendos. Uh, yeah, so in my head, and I said, well, what time is it at? And she's like, what's a luncheon? So it'd be like 12 noon. I'm like, doing comedy Without the sun going down is like one of my things I'd never ever do. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, holy shit. 
what are we going to have to talk about? What am I going to, what kind of show am I going to, there's no way. Yeah, stand-up no comics are basically like gargoyles. We got to wait for the sun to go down yeah. and then our people come out. So 70-year-old, a group of women, really. So my head is shaking. I'm on the phone so she can't see me, obviously. So my head is shaking, no. <laughs> and all of a sudden it comes out of my mouth. I don't know what the fuck happened. Maybe I was possessed for a moment. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm like, what? Yeah. What did you just say? So I went and did the show. Long story short, I went and did the show. At the end of the show, well, first I went in the cooler and down four beers as fast as I could, right? And I went out Because you woke up, not because of the show, right? Uh, no, I was like, <laughs> scared shitless of what I was going to do out there, you know? And so anyway, I finished the show. Long story short, I, get a, I pull it off. One little innuendo that was a little touchy, right? Which I didn't even think they would buy mine, but obviously they're a little sensitive, right? So I get off, I get off the stage and uh, standing ovation, and they say, okay, uh, now is when we normally do our question and answer. I'm like, yeah, my show doesn't have a question and answer portion. Like, well, anytime we have a guest speaker, we do a question and oh, answer. Dude. So I did 45 minutes of Q&A, and it was the best fucking time ever. They asked really? some crazy questions, really? right? And they referred me to do the men's, and I'm almost done here, the men's group and the Rotary Club. Nice. They nice. were fucking horrible. Those deadbeat motherfuckers really? were falling asleep halfway through the show. The women were way better than them. And I was like, fuck yeah, I can loosen up. Fucking terrible. I wanted to give the money back. That's how bad it was. Wow. I didn't, of course, but... but <laughs> I don't think me or Guy would give the money back, yeah, but... It was that bad. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd yeah. be the teacher, I'd be the trainer, I'd be the coach. I never, 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 never give right. the money back. But, I mean, I felt that bad. Like, was I that shitty that you couldn't pay attention, or are you just so fucking old uh, and crusty? No, that I'll you be honest. I'll be honest. I've been getting into men's issues lately, being married and having a, a little boy, you know, and a wife and all that stuff, and, yeah. you know, like... You know, people don't realize, you know, what's going on with being a man. It's basically like, shut up, don't feel emotion, and oh. fucking do whatever you're told by a woman. And that's pretty much what a men's place is in today's society for the most part. And that's changing. But I'm not surprised, honestly, because, I mean, I got some friends, but I got a lot more Congratulations. people. I got a lot more people <laughs> that I know than guys that I consider my friends because right. a lot of them are fuck-ups right. and they're just messes oh. and, you know. So, so uh, let's, let's back up a little bit. Corey Rios is the name. You hail from? I'm a Carlsbad Oceanside kid, 760, that Born area. Born and raised? Born and raised. Oh, you, 28 years go. old. 28. I know, oh, I look real, like real young, man. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it's, it's my genetics. Though. You know, I got, I got a lot of different genetics in my family. I got Irish, Italian, Hispanic, uh, German, French. You know, there was a lot of people there that night I was conceived. That's right. You know? They call that a gangbang, but whatever. It should happen. Yeah, you know, hey. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, all right, so 28 years old, been living in Carlsbad, Oceanside, so that's cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. I moved out to Arizona for about four years. Sorry I kind of got that. some, yeah, I know. I mean, I got some good perspective. I mean, there's actually a lot of good people out there, but when it comes down to it, I, I don't need to carry a gun on my hip and right. I don't need to freaking, you know, go mudding every weekend. And it's a beautiful place if you come out there and hang out or work, it, but I'm, I, I moved away from paradise and I learned my lesson. Uh, it's funny when you go to places like that, you know, you realize that people have rights and stuff, but life isn't for everybody. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. here, here they got to ask for your papers and shit, you know, mm -hmm. Gestapo style, but whatever. Did you hear about that, uh, that, that teacher? 
and got caught up at the border patrol yeah, crossing. Yeah. Dude, I had a big heated discussion with my boss this morning because I'm the kind of person who, like, okay, I believe in civil liberties. I believe in people's rights and not having those encroached on. But at the same sense, if it's a United States border patrol officer right. and he's just trying to do his job, just be like, yup, yeah. I'm an American citizen. I'm gonna keep driving, and you're gonna sit in the fucking sun for another ten hours because yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah, but you don't know? be a dick in a in a, in a position. Yeah, you, you got to understand they are trying to keep the country safe. Yeah, you know why he got harassed? You know, uh, if we're talking about the same person, it was a lady that I had heard right, about. Well, did you see the guy on the news that they've been complaining about that he got detained at the border? No, no. What's up with that? Hello, if you're listening. <laughs> It's not that far-fetched to understand this fucking why he was detained. He's fucking Middle Eastern. Oh. They have a fucking history of bombing shit. Did you think you were going to just fucking cruise back in the country without anybody being like, no, you motherfucker, hold on for a second. Sorry that your people have fucked it up for the rest of you. But don't be fucking shocked that you got detained at the fucking border. You're yeah. Middle Eastern. Dude, what fucking we need, accept it. What we need Embrace is, it. We need more guys like that five-hour energy guy, like the guy who founded five-hour energy. He's an Indian guy, mm. and uh, he he made bank on that, right? Right. And what he started doing is after he had, like, he's like, my family's family's family is set, right? He started giving away 99% of his income, right. and he has an engineering group that only pursues projects that will benefit society and, uh. like, people in general. Yeah, and we need more of those guys, man. Yeah. That's what we need. And, you know, unfortunately, our Border Patrol would still fuck that up and think he's Middle Eastern, though. Yeah. You know what? Is, they got a tough job, you know? And and think about who they hire. They're not the sharpest fucking knives. Well, it's, it's indentured servitude, just like right. it was back in the day. I mean, right. like, the Border Patrol is just as much enslaved as the U.S. military is, man. Right. I mean, they if they don't do what they need to do from their bosses down... My brother-in-law um, is a Border Patrol agent... And uh, he's in the anti-terrorist he group. He's a smart guy. He's really nice, too. But okay. I will say that he told me about how he has to handle the line at the border and stuff. And it's like, damn, man, that that sounds rough, you know? No, no. Yeah. you know what? People don't realize that they're like, why is it so fucked up? Why is it blah, 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 blah? They do it for a reason. There's tactics that they use that are done for a reason. And it's to weed out the potential problems. Yeah. You know, so there's a reason for everything. No, you're not privy to it. They're not going to tell you what's going on, and you got to deal with it. If you don't like it, don't go to fucking Mexico. Don't go. I don't know why the fuck you're going in there over there in the first place unless you got family or something over there because people are getting fucking killed every day over there. So whatever. But if well, you, you don't know, like how it goes, don't go. I heard kind of a funny story from him. I was asking him, like, you know, like you hear those crazy stories about people smuggling drugs and, like, dead babies oh, yeah. and horrible stuff like that, you know? And I asked him, I'm like, did you ever see anything like that? And he's like, no. What I see on a day-to-day basis is, like, a 19, 21-year-old fucking Mexican dude walking up with a cane or a walker trying to cut through the handicap line so he doesn't have to wait in line. Right. And yeah. I'm like, that's what the anti-terrorist group does at the freaking Mexico border? Like, well, I mean... He- he must be in a very nice section or whatever. But uh, I'll tell you what, you go over there and you see heads hanging from the fucking uh, line, uh, power lines yeah. being beheaded from the cartel. It's fucking for real. And if anybody goes over there and it's like, oh, it's bullshit, whatever, fuck off. My uncle moved over there because the rent was only like $200. And then he figured he could come across and work over here. Well, he moved back. Why? Because he was tired of getting stopped and everything in his car fucking taken from him. Yeah. So 
if you believe that the corruption has stopped, that the cartel is not as bad as everybody, you're a fucking idiot and you need to go get killed over there. Go over there and fucking talk your shit over there and act like nothing's going on. Yeah, take your. Why don't you take your daughter or girlfriend over there? You know what? The the thing that gets me though is uh is the fact that so close to home we have all that crazy BS, right? We got all that going on, and then up here, as people from like the San Diego County, we're like, people are too clicky. You know, that's our problem. It's like people are too clicky, or people are this and that. You know, and like, and that's one thing that like reminds me of how blessed we are up here. You know, it's like we we complain a lot, but realistically, it's like. You know, in other countries, it's like, oh, you know what? Uh, if you steal a plum, you're going to get your hand cut yeah. off, you know? And over here, it's like, oh, if you steal a plum, you might get a job at Ralph's because they realize you need. Yeah. You know what? A lot of these people uh, need to go to a third world country and see what life is really about. You know, I lived in Costa Rica, third world country. You need to go over there and see what's really going on. To you be know? honest with you, uh. we're the worst third world country. Well, yeah, we're not that much different other than... My, my friend just came back from a trip from du- from Dubai. Right. And well, Dubai's like, not a third world country. <laughs> they're first tier. They're yeah. top tier. Yeah. The way we treat our own citizens right. is third world conditions. Yeah. It, it's the structures, the levels, all the way from down from protecting social classes. Yeah, we treat our own people like third world. But remember this. In third world countries, there's no fucking welfare. There's no free handouts. If you don't have, <laughs> you don't have. You're going to fucking die. $2 a day. Hey, You're going to die. I've been, I've been homeless twice recently. Yeah. Recently. Okay. Yeah. And this is something that I don't normally say to anybody. So I don't know why I'm saying it on a microphone right now. Because but it I, does that to you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but so I've been homeless twice recently. Right. And you know what? I was homeless to the point where I could not afford a fucking room. I was homeless to the point where I could not afford an apartment. And mm-hmm. I had uh, my wife and myself at the time. Our, our son didn't come yet. And we went to the freaking CalWorks office and all that stuff. And they said, you make too much money. I can't afford to live here. And I made too much money for any sort of relief. So there is a gray area there. Don't get it twisted, man. No. It's, it's a, you know, you can try to make jokes about it all we want. But, man, I want no. to limpy some people in the head, man. Just freaking, ah. You know? Trust me, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's one of those things where they'll give you money if you don't. But but if you try and help out the situation and go and make a little money and then get a little support too, no, no, no. They want to either keep you completely down and, and and like homeless and fucking jobless, or fucking make it. You know, go out there and fucking make it. You Shake know? that and ass. It's like how you know. It's like <laughs> it's like fucking. How do you? Uh, you know, it sounds good on paper. It sounds good, but you know, how does that happen? But at, at the same time, I understand where a lot of these countries, what they're thinking, and and they don't give any support at all, and people are forced to go out there and fucking make it happen, or else they fucking die. Yeah. You know, and so I just think that. You know, a lot of people go to Mexico, the partying or whatever, and they're like, down there, shit, it goes wrong, like it's gonna, and they're like, oh, I'm an American. All right, it's a whole nother country. They don't give a fuck if you're an American or not. You have zero rights. You're in another world. 
But I will say, man, when you go. I will say knowledge is power, bro. I will say that because I used to, uh, with my family, we used to go down to some little BS like condo community. Yeah. And uh, basically, as long as you spoke enough Spanish to talk to the freaking guard at the shack, yeah. you give him like a freaking 50 to 100 and you can have a weekend in, in Mexico for free because he knows where all the right. empty timeshares are. Yeah, no, I mean, and, uh, you know, and I'm not saying like it's, it's bad, all bad. All, uh, you know what? That's still where my people came from. Uh, it's it's there are good people there. It's just unfortunate that uh, they're struggling and and they're resorting to to crime and whatever and killing people to survive. You know, really. So it's kind of sad. At hey, the man, same as time. a stand-up comic, I'm trying to kill people to survive too. Yeah, me too. I'll tell you that yeah. much. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it pays yeah, to kill in stand-up but comedy. as a rule, we never say we kill. Yeah. Remember that. You never walk off stage and but say you kill. But you fucking killed. demand it. As a guy who's putting on a show now, and like I'm, I'm asking artists to come through and stuff, you know, and, and I really respect a lot of these people, but I don't have any shyness to say, hey, this Sunday, kill it. Oh, yeah. You know, and I love doing that because if somebody did that to me, right. I'd be on fire. I remember yeah. my, first, uh, my first L.A. show was at uh, the Ha Ha Club. And I, I didn't know what to expect. I'd never done an L.A. audience. I never uh, worked with that booker or anything like that. And uh, pretty much what happened was he had just said, hey, you know, this is, this is a good room. Like, bring yeah. it. And I put so much pressure on myself. I remember I was up in L.A. with my wife, and I was running through my lines out on the street and just randomly talking my stand-up, like doing my whole set on the sidewalk, basically, right. before I went over there. And, dude... Any artist, any entrepreneur, anybody who's trying to do something for themselves and not just get a paycheck from somebody else, dude, you have to kill. Oh. You have to kill. Whether you're a freaking starting a bakery or you're starting a stand-up comedy set or you're a freaking stripper, you know, hey, I, I appreciate what they do. Bring it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I know I, guy does too. That's right. hey, that that's your job. No, you're, you're a good, you're a good Christian man. You don't do that. Hey, what's her name? Ferrari. Yeah. But dude, yeah, it's your job. More people need to look at it that way. And you know what? If you're not going out there night in, night out, getting on stage and trying to absolutely destroy it, then you're wasting other people's time that could get up there in your spot. And and really put in some work, dude. It's brutal, man. Yeah. I, as like as a you know a husband and a father, I gotta sacrifice a lot of time with my family to go out and do that. Yeah. And I I still do it. Thank God, you know, or whoever other people believe in. Thank God uh, that that yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> fucking whatever, you know, Tabasco sauce bottle if you're right? drunken on meth. But uh, nice. but basically. It's like you got to sacrifice to go out and be an artist. You got to sacrifice yeah. to go out and speak your truth or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm just lucky enough to have a wife that understands it. And, uh, you know, when it comes down to it, like, there, there are some good rooms out there. There are some rough rooms out there. But when it comes down to it, if you want, and this is, this is one thing I'll just say to anybody who's listening. If you Hello? have it in you to tell jokes or you write jokes or you make people laugh, you have a smartphone in your pocket. Write that shit down immediately and get your ass to an open mic and just yeah. see what happens. Because I guarantee you, it's like my, my grandpa used to tell me this. There was a guy who died, right? And he went up to heaven and he was going to have his like moment of peace with God, right? And he was going to hear what God had to say. And he just wanted to ask him, hey, you know, who's the greatest guitar player in the world? And he said some random name. And he's like, I've never heard of that person. And God said that's because he never discovered what he was great at. 
No, yeah. And that's something that every single person has in them. You never know what you're good at if you don't try as many things as possible in your time. And that's why I'm so thankful that I've done stand-up comedy because all I have to do is get up there and talk about my family, my friends, my life, what's going on, observations. And it's, it's my, my truth is weird enough to where other people get uncomfortable and they laugh. <laughs> you know, that's it. Yeah, you preach the, hey, that's laughter. Hey, laughter. Hey, preaching in the choir there. Because <laughs> everything about me is awkward right. and sick and twisted. See, you guys feel me. I knew I could say that over here. Like you had the you, Malone and Chubby. I don't. I don't think he's heard the new family jokes, but they are uh, pretty fucked up. It's, like I was talking about the, the 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 one thing, the only thing probably I've learned from getting married and having kids was how to sleep in one spot. <laughs> You're like right on the edge of the bed. Yeah. Oh and not yeah. Move. I was talking when I was single. Oh, yeah. I was like a violent sleeper. I would be all over the bed, twisting and turning. Yeah. You know, I never, never would I sleep. In now I can sleep right on the edge of the bed and not move ever. Yeah. And I think it came from the fear of maybe rolling over and crushing the kid. You know. Yeah. Right when they were babies. Yeah. Right? No. So, no. I feel you. Yeah. So it, it, I don't know how I went from fucking thrashing to staying in one spot. But yeah, I didn't want to crush one of the kids because I told guy, I said, it's, it, I don't want the kid to die that way. No, that's dude, an easy no. way out. I had a friend. I, I had a friend who crushed a kitten that way because they were a uh, heavy boy. You know, uh, they were a big uh, boy, uh, and he did that to a kitten, and he was never uh, the same. So yeah, I can so, only imagine. So how I was bad it guy, would be. I was like, I don't want the kid to go out that way. That's too cheap and easy. I want my kid to go out with me fucking choking him out. And I want to see the... Right, you want the fucking, Homer Simpson death? Yeah, I want yeah. to see the fucking... I want to see him take the last gasp of yeah. air fucking go down like Side a Sideshow Bob over yeah. here. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's how... You deep in your yeah. eye and actually think... Ah, uh, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not I'm not letting that motherfucker go oh, out yeah, no. that easy. For all the grief that he's fucking Dude. caused me. Wait, so you got boys, right? I got a boy and a girl. You two got... girls. Wow, bro. Well, wow. My, my oldest one is like tw uh, 25... Oh fuck! I'm supposed to know this. Twenty six. Yeah. Well, everybody premature ejaculates one time. Yeah. Uh, I think I. Yeah. Well, I got you, guy. I got you, guy. Got him. Yeah. So, uh, and then my uh, I got two now, uh, four and five. Wow! Congrats, congrats, man! I got yeah. a year and a half year old, yeah. or whatever you would call that. Right. And uh, you got to go with the months. I think if they're under like. Five. Let me ask you this. Uh, Let me ask you this. Eighty-four months. Have you ever had the um the no paternity no paternity test necessary moment with your kid where you're like that's my kid? Oh, definitely. Are we just standing in the mirror? Yeah. He stands there. I stand there. And like, you got to be my fucking kid. No, dude. I got this one, dude. Okay, I got this one with my kid, right? Yeah. So he discovered the door knocking because a Kirby vacuum salesman came to our fucking door, and we like that's the only person who's ever knocked on our door oh. in the apartment, right? And I'm like, yeah, thanks, no thanks, whatever, yeah. you know? And so he figured out how to, you know, knock on the door. And so I turn around one day, and he's like, I'm like, hey, wrong way, buddy. Like, I'll, I'll open it for you, whatever, you know? And he's just doing that. And, like, I wasn't going to open it for him. I don't care. You know, it's like, uh, it's not going to ruin his world. And he did it a third time. And he just goes, boom, and headbutts the door. And I'm like, that's my son. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know the, the, the one my the one my son gets me with is uh, I'll say something to him like we'll be talking and then he thinks that it's fucking stupid whatever I'm saying so he goes dad just shut up just oh shut up. <laughs> oh man I'm like 
That's definitely my fucking kid right God there. God damn, just, dude, like, yeah. My kid just waved hi, waved and said hi to me for the first time. I can only imagine when he's telling me to shut up. Dude, I'm, I, well, I'm starting a... Uh, we're building a studio at the house. Nice. And so I'm going to start a show, and it's going to be me and him on the show. Mm-hmm. Another podcast. We're going to keep this one going, but it's going to be me and him. And uh, you'll see how to get told off by a four-year-old nice like and i'm not just like like politely told like how to get motherfucked by a four-year-old nice you've been you, teaching him you, you would been not teaching you no and you would not think it's possible that a four-year-old could bring this kind of fucking heat this motherfucker is is bad to the fucking bone yeah. he's he knows he's seen him he's even told you to fuck off you know yeah that's funny yeah as a four-year-old you know I'm 28 years old. I wouldn't even tell you to fuck uh, off. Yeah, I'm telling you. Is, is he not fucking off the hook? Fucking June is off the fucking hook. Nice. That dude, you'll see him. You'll hear some of that kid is fucking amazing. Super smart, but everybody always says that about their kids. But hey, I've never you, been motherfucked by a four-year-old. Would you mind if I plug my shows again? Plug him. Plug him. Plug Yo, I, got a, uh, I got a guest spot at the Madhouse Comedy Club downtown San Diego on the 24th at 7 p.m. Uh, you know, homie over there. Uh, it's got a great show going on. Who are you with? Um, uh, well, Matt Bird is the guy putting on the show. Um, he's an awesome booker over there. Um, he's he's actually really funny. He's got this bit, and I don't know if he still does it, because I've, like I said, I got a wife and a kid, so I've mostly been doing North County in yeah. L.A. just because it's easier for me. But... Um, uh, down in San Diego, he he one time did this freaking uh, bit that was like um, I don't know if it's Andy Warhol or what, but it was like a weird fucking voiceover bit that right. he did. And seriously, like I almost pissed myself. I had to run to the bathroom and like get away from him because he was making me laugh so hard. And uh, and I got the show at Oceanside Brewing Company every last Sunday of the month. Last Sunday of the month. Every last Sunday of the month at Oceanside Brewing Company. And we got some of the best local comedians that we have that I can possibly find for you. And I'm going to be branching out as I go. Basically, what we got is an awesome environment, 22 beers on tap. I got great comedy. I got myself coming up there. You know, I'm, I consider myself what's called a transparent artist. All I do is I tell you about my life. I tell you about what's going on. I tell you about what's happening. And I guarantee you that you will feel what I'm talking about. Not that you'll hear it, not that you'll feel know. the pain. You're gonna feel it. And that's what I'm all about, man. It's like and there's some people like um I got um let's see I got Taylor J. He's an awesome comic Taylor over there. Taylor J's good. Remember Taylor J is really funny, he right? He used to come over uh, the comedy gym, yeah. yeah. Back when we were rocking the comedy gym. Yeah. Rick used to run this show called the Comedy Gym and it was an awesome environment. It was it was a rough room, but I'll tell you what we used to make the most of it. We used to okay. really do a good job over there. And I got, um, uh, next month, I got Jim Winkler. Remember Jim Winkler? Huh? I got Jim Winkler coming through. Um, uh, in March, I got an up-and-coming artist, an Indian artist, this guy, and he is a crack-up. His name's Neil Chakravarti. He's coming through in March. Right. Um, but yeah, this month, it's uh, every last Sunday of the month, 7 p.m., I'm going to be running a comedy show at Oceanside Brewing Company right over the hill in Oceanside. If you take Mission Avenue or the 76... At the airport. Yeah, airport road, basically. And, uh, and, and you, know, you can give directions all night. These motherfuckers will still not write it down no, or anything, they don't care. right? They don't care. They're going to put it in their phone yeah. or put it on their fucking nav in their car. 
we'll put it on the podcast. Right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll say, put all that on there. All Aren't I you have an open mic too? The third. Yeah. So Sunday? the third Sunday of every month, I want to be. I want to be in a position to get new artists involved. Okay. Getting it's new a artists involved. Show. Yeah. Getting new artists involved is how I got started. If it wasn't for the Madhouse and for American Comedy Company having right. open mics, I would have never started in comedy. But they put it out there that this is a safe place to fucking come and say some fucked up shit. Right. And so I went out and I said what I thought was some messed up stuff. Have you guys ever bombed? I, I didn't feel it. Okay. As a bombing. So, so guy's a liar. Right. No, I'm okay. I'm good. No, no, you got. You know what? Hey, I'll tell you what. Though, He's honestly, already made me laugh a couple times. Honestly, so if you funny. if you can say that you have never bombed, then you just haven't been on stage enough. Well, or you're not taking risks. No, I mean, you might get lucky I, the first time, and if you never tell a bad joke or a joke, you're not I sure about. I bombed many, many times, but then the same material, same everything, I've done somewhere else. Maybe my timing was better, whatever, and people say they fucking loved it. So. No, dude, honestly, like here's here's how it goes. It also depends on your position and your your like what you're doing, Doggy right? Style. So like so like Rick, the first time I saw you, I didn't know what to think of you, right? Because right. you were doing some stuff that I guess was like a little bit older. And then the next time I saw you, right. you fucking crushed it. Thank you did you. a really good job. And everybody related to your material and everybody moved with it, right? You yeah. know, and you had kind of moved away from some older jokes, I guess, right? And yeah. that's one thing that people don't understand is you can go to an open mic, right? And you'll see one person so uncomfortable and so, like, wrong in what he's doing. And you'll go three months later and see that same person. And if they haven't quit yet, they're making you laugh. Right. Yeah. You know? And that's what an open mic is all about. Every third Sunday of the month at Oceanside Brewing Company, I'm doing an open mic. Come on through. Sign up. Start at 630. And I want everybody who's even, like, I don't care if you've only got 30 seconds. I'll give you right. 30 seconds. Right. But... Come out and try it because you might be surprised at how funny you are. I mean, we. I want the next Bill Burr. I want the next freaking Patton Oswalt to come to my Here open I mic. Am. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I want the next Patton Oswalt. I want the next Maria Bamford to come to my open mic, and I want to be the one that gives them you know, thirty sad, seconds. You know, sad as I know all of them. Yeah. Patton Oswalt at the uh, Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco. I remember when he was fucking. Basically, just like headlining midweek. He wasn't even... Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> no, it's not sad, man. You got to remember that you've touched... You've touched on like a, a bunch of people who have gone the distance. And you've you've spoken to and been a part of people's journey. Yeah. You know, and that's not sad. A lot of... No, no, man. Honestly, I got an idea. I got a, I got a restaurant concept in the works with an executive chef from a, uh, from a golf course recently. I've got a lot of shit in the pipeline right now. And all I need to do is bide my time and find the right people to network with. And that's yeah. all life really is because it's not about, oh, I'm a millionaire and I made this fucking idea and now I did it. Yeah. No. It, who gives a shit if you're a millionaire? I told you we're opening a club. Yeah, you, yeah, we, we talked about that open once it ago. Up. You, you can do the restaurant part. I don't want fucking nothing to do with it. I just want the front end, the club, and the bar. Yeah, that's well, it. that kind of puts me and you in different spaces because that's exactly <laughs> what I want to do. I got an executive chef who wants right. to run the restaurant, but right. I don't have any money. By the way, if anybody's listening who has money, I need some yeah. money. There but, you go. That's what we're <laughs> right here. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know. You know, not to shorthand Pallone and Chubby, but no, uh, no, no, I'm a little no. poor too. Yeah, no, we're but, uh, <laughs> there's room for everybody. Yeah, you know the the, the uh, there's some sense to this crowdfunding. 
you just, there's different levels of it. And so uh, we're going to explore some ways to get some people that uh, have loot that want to Dude, I actually saw, I actually went online and I researched several different websites. There's a bunch of different websites with angel investors, right? Right. And they have different categories in which these people are interested in investing. Some of them are restaurateurs, some yep. of them are hoteliers, and some of them are fucking security companies or whatever. And uh, when it comes down to it, we live in a time right now where there is an abundance of everything. And people who don't see that have had a hard life and they're disappointed in whatever's going on around them. But the right. fact of the matter is that all <laughs> it takes is to find that vein, just like a gold miner back in the fucking frontiers and shit like that. Can somebody point out the area where the booty is in abundance? <laughs> yeah, let's go to the Purple Church. While I'm talking about Oceanside, Oceanside Brewing Company closes at around 11 o'clock every uh -huh. night. But the Purple Church is open till 2. And if you love disappointment and a good time and a combined. Super bad investment. Yeah. <laughs> bad investments, a disappointment, but a uh -huh. good time. High and dry. Yeah. You never seen a bean flick so vigorously. Oh, fuck. So it's been a good night tonight. We had Corey. Rios, the dude that runs the Oceanside Brewing Company, open mic and paid show once a month. Go out and check it out. He got his start. Uh, probably the only good thing to come out of Madhouse. Yeah, and as, as everybody Rick knows, said, I hate that fucking place. As Rick had go said, go see him there. The uh, the show is a paid show once a month for artists, but it is a free show for my people who come in to watch it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so it's no. Free yeah. show, 22 beers on tap, comics galore from San Diego, L.A., surrounding areas. And as the show grows, if you come out and support this show, I'll be able to afford more prominent artists. You want to see freaking Andrew Norelli? You want to see some expensive name? Come out, you support this show. <laughs> All right. You guys want to see? You guys want to see Rick Salas, the fucking piece de resistance? Oh. You better come out and support this show because he ain't cheap. I'm expensive. Hey, Andrew's only doing big paid gigs now. <laughs> no, I saw that actually. That's cool, man. I can't no, afford no, no, him. I can't yeah, afford yeah, him. Just no. No. But you know what I'm saying. If you want to see a big name, somebody you've seen on TV. Me and him work so you know how many shows we've done together, man? He's a good he's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm talking about. When it comes to comedy, it's all about the venues that can have a bring, right? And then you get a bringer to come to that show, and it's boom. That's a big show. Yeah, that, come out and support Oceanside Brewing Company's comedy show once a month. Come out, and if you want to be an artist and you want to do comedy, come out to my open mic. I will give you time. Let's yeah. do the thing. 6.30 every third Sunday for the open mic. The uh, live show is 7 o'clock every last Sunday of the month for the big show. And I would love to see you there. So and I, I, I'm on uh, the February show, I believe. Yeah. Right? And so I'm going to be at the uh, open mic on the third uh, Sunday of the month. Uh, we are actually going to do, guys going to be there, Chubby, on the third Sunday of the month. We'll probably do a little time if, uh, if Corey's got room for us. And I think we're actually going to do a live broadcast. Yeah, right before the right, right before, before the open mic. And it's one of your kind of shows, guy. Oh, it's a variety show. They got music. 
Stand up. Yeah, we got music before the stand up. Yeah, yeah, we got music before the stand up. Warm right. up the audience, get people excited. You know, yeah. other local artists to come in and talk to the comics and stuff. But yeah, Rick and and Guy here, they're very funny. They're awesome and entertaining. I mean, you look at the show we're putting on for you right now. Thanks again, you guys, for having right. me. Hey, we appreciate you being on. It's gonna be. We need all the Plone and Chubby Faithful to come out to the Ocean Cyber Company. Yes, we'll the third. Third Sunday yeah, of this month. I really month. appreciate you. And Thanks. in February, I think it's been an interesting conversation with Corey. He has got some big plans, big ideas, trying to make it in this comedy world. And uh, the best way to do it is for you guys to like all his stuff, show up at his shows, uh, support Pallone and Chubby because we're the fucking best show on earth. Yeah, I'll, be at, the, I'll be at the Madhouse myself if you want to support. Club, if you wanna, see Corey. Yeah, if you want to <laughs> see me, I got a guest spot over there, uh, and I'm doing that at uh, 7 o'clock on the 24th, Wednesday. It's an early show, so if you have a life and you got work in the morning, you can still come and support some comedy. Nice. Well, thank you, Corey. You're always welcome on the show. You are a friend of the show, Dilly Dilly. <laughs> thank you guys dilly dilly thank you guys yeah. all right much all right. love Pallone and chubby yeah. thank you so much dilly dilly. all right, man. Good, all right. Job, man. good shit thank you. welcome back to the microphone the chubby one i'm guy murray i'm getting old and as i get older uh the uric acid issue he has to so uh it makes me urinate the, the fact rip. that I've gone 45 minutes plus slip. without pissing is fucking uh, uh, is an amazing feat. Uh, so, guy is going to uh, get you a breast because we love titties here. A breast to uh, all the uh, updates for his world tour and uh, all the other good things in guy's life. He's going to run through all that. While I uh, evacuate my nutsack. And I'll be back in a second. Big things going on. Thank you, Rick, for the time to spill. What's going on with the Pallone and Chubby show? We are here every Wednesday night live. When we get a spot like the invites, we get the Oceanside Brewery Company, ABC, OBC in the house. Um, looking at some other things as far as legacy and any other networking opportunities we can get out there. The biggest developing thing is putting together a boss g battle of the sexes i'm going to be doing a full on open all in you know all-star edition battle of the sexes um i'm hoping to get this together by march i'm talking bringing eric knowles will will see wilton in there you know and some top top of the notch call perhaska San Diego's favorites, male versus female in the Boss G Battle of the Sexes. The only way we can do it is big style Boss G Battle of the Sexes. Um, man, keep abreast to my page at facebook.com forward slash Boss G Comedy to see all the developments of that amazing show. I'm going to make it happen because I got to. I really got to. Um, Mike Venn came down. He had enjoyed that show. Uh, we did it back in 2016. Um, we live. We live. We're doing these things big, and that's what we do. And I have got um, also got the uh, Use Your Words tour. We have um, a great lineup of comedians, and I keep getting contacted every day. We're right on point with sponsors, people with some money starting to drop in, sponsors wanting to get this thing going. Got 
outfits, costumes. You, you never know what we're going to be doing next. Big things happening right here for Pallone and Chubby. Chubby doing his thing, going out there, and it's going to be the best. What else is going on out there? I'm just going to talk about some things that's going on and developing with Boss G Comedy, Pallone and Chubby. Um, we got our flyers. Our website's coming together. We're going to be doing our own website, some crowdfunding. Um, we're supporting six cities, providing vlog information so you guys will know what's going on around the country, around the world. The best place to get it and to find out about it, links on the Facebook page, the Pallone and Chubby Group. Facebook.com forward slash Facebook.com forward slash Pallone and Chubby. Back to the host. Why with the most? We just got to have everything set up and right for this. You know, this is just amazing, amazing journey. We get to introduce great talent. We talk to other producers, promoters, and the shows are amazing, amazing things. Uh, we're still working on our um, Oceanside show, our preview show um, at the... Uh, at the Moose Lodge, um, that's still working in development. Chubby is working on some d other shows for Pilone and Chubby to produce. Um, sponsors are coming out, commercial spots. We are marketing. Might you know? We're just going to be taking it to the next level. We're going to be providing a whole lot more as we co continue on. This is just January 2018, but we're about to just take it to the next level. And we're going to do it the best way we can. Comedy is looking live here in North County, Oceanside, North County, San Diego. The scene is just open and ripe for it all. Thank you all for listening in. The Pallone and Chubby podcast. Catch us live, Facebook.com. We're on Podbean, live on the, on the podcast. Got Rick Salas on the side saddle. He doesn't sit side saddle. He doesn't ride. He rides hard. Ladies I'll ride anything, anywhere, anytime. I try and get it in as much as possible. There's uh, very little that I would say no to. Uh, as long as it doesn't require a lot of work. But, yeah, I'll pretty much put So if you got anything just laying around that you need something put in, just fucking hit me up. I got it. I got you. I got your back. I got you, dog. I got you, dog. So it was a great interview. We'd like to thank Corey for coming by and being on the show. Uh, I know you have a choice to go to any podcast anywhere in America, but the fact that you chose to come here and fly with us, we appreciate it. That's usually what I hear on the airline. I heard that. I heard that before. It sounded kind of. So I don't know. I, uh, what's it called? Uh, our second guest is supposed to be here. Uh, Adrian DJ Naughty. Uh, maybe he's got some shit that came up. The weather's bad. There's a lot of traffic out there. It is kind of happens. Hey, quick shout out for those people that were trucking the mudslide. I mean, that oh. stuff happens, man. I, 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 I'll tell wow, you what. I'm blown away. All right. So Ventura County, uh, the fires were going on for fuck, what, like a month. It seemed like, and they were out of control and spread over to Santa Barbara and uh, so they went through all that grief, finally got back in their homes, the ones that were left. They burned a lot of homes down, a lot of destruction. So they went through all that bullshit, you know. 
finally everybody's praying for rain. We need rain so the rest of California doesn't burn. And what happens, guy? Slip slide Fucking in the mud way. slides up to your waist. Uh, they told them, watch out for the mudslides. But of course, who has ever heard of anybody dying from a mudslide? Well, apparently now they got a story to tell. 18 people dead. Hundreds, hundreds are awaiting uh, evacuation, rescue, because it's they're cut off from. They can't get out of their, their they can't they can't leave their house because there's mud up to the roofs of their car. It's like fucking. How much bullshit can you go through? You know, it's a bad scene. It's a bad scene yeah. all around. You know, like people always say, oh, you know, I feel for what. No, you don't know how the fucking people feel because you're not there. But it's sad to hear, man, and, okay. that they're going through grief and again. And just given this, just the con- the concept that it doesn't happen all the time. So yes, we yeah. it, it does happen. California is a big state, and yeah, people just have a misconception of what's going on. And I just wanted to yeah, say, yeah, the Golden State never has any issues, right? That. We got the perfect weather all the time. Yeah, well, no, shit happens here too. Yeah, we yeah, cried about we're, rain. We're not in tornado pileups and everything like that. No, yeah, it's we're good. We're you good. Know, we're not in that fucking. Did you see all those cars? Uh, it looked like it flooded, right? Uh-huh. Oh, it was, and then, and then to make it worse, it flooded, right? But then it froze, so all the cars look like ice cubes. Ice cubes in the holes. Yeah, hey, that was crazy, man. I never seen nothing like that before. But everything frozen. It was fucking weird. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a. Can you imagine all the homeless people across the country? Well, here's the strange in that thing. Freezing cold. Here's the strange thing. Um, they're they're slowly reducing the population. They're get people are disappearing. This Not is a good here. time. They're all coming to San they're Diego. They're all coming to San Diego. The the the, the, the um homeless. Population has increased. San Diego and Hawaii are the two spots. If you're going to be homeless, fucking those are the spots. I was in Escondido this weekend. Why? I have a a client. um, Marshall Mathers um, has a tax office over in Escondido. really? And um, I actually am his tax man. Um, So, yeah, if Eminem ever goes through Escondido, he goes through my tax (laughs) office. That was a crazy story, right? I love that story. Yeah, that was... He actually, he's like the only person in America that thinks Escondido is a fucking cool place. Bigger, better, bad. Yes. Has its own app. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is what we do each week on the pod. When are you going to have this uh, up and running on Podbean? It'll be up tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. So, if you've been tuning in on Facebook, we try and tell you guys, that is just for you guys to hang out with us. Like, if you were cruising through San Marcos. It's his idea. San Marcos. And, and you stop by and we're hanging out with us. The quality is shit, okay? It's horrible. It's all right. The screen. Go, go to Podbean and check out the professional. For the podcast content yeah. and the valuable the information the whole, and, and to get the whole show. He's got a little music you on there. You were able to walk away from this video just for a second or two and you might have missed something that, that Pallone said. Or that chubby laid down, and you're like, wait, wait, what did he say? Rewind that. Because that's what we do. Right inside the Podbean app, on iTunes, on Google Music. And from what I, you know what, from what I heard, we're better in small doses. So you can listen to like 15 minutes, and then go take a shit, and come back and listen to another 15 minutes, and cook some eggs, and then 
listen for another Pologna 15 minutes. Pologna chubby goes good with eggs. Right, and get your dick sucked. You know what I mean? So it allows you some versatility. I, I like to listen to Pologna and Chubby show myself after I get my dick sucked. That is, seems like to me the most comforting time to listen to the show. Get your mind it's clear. It's just me, you know. But that's when I feel the best. And we want to say thank you for listening to us, checking us out again this yeah. week. This has been the Pologna and Chubby Show with your host, Rick Salas. Guy Murray. And we're out. Good night. Until next week. Same bat channel. Same bat time. We'll be here. Come and check out Pologna and Chubby next week. Until then, see ya. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.